The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. Yeah, Mr. Ayabule Laporo, Marketing and Communication Manager at Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital, is on the line. With over a decade of purposeful existence, the Nelson Mandela Children's Nelson Mandela Children's Fund flagship project, that being the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital, has one of the largest pediatric dialysis units in the country, which needs public support and donations to continue its work. With March being observed as Kidney Month, the hospital has launched a social awareness campaign called Hashtag Give Like They Are Yours to highlight the work that the hospital does and the children and families who have been assisted through life-saving surgeries and medical services. The campaign launch also coincides with the 25th anniversary of the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund. To talk to us about this incredible work that is not just a health conversation, but a conversation as to the stability of any nation looking after its children and making sure they are given, as it were, the gift of life, a kidney. Good evening, Mr. Ayabulela Poro. Good evening, Sangeza, and thank you for having me. The campaign, very important. Take time to educate us as to what it's all about, its significance, and what assistance the public itself might lend to it. So the tagline for the campaign is essentially serve like Madiba and give like they're yours. And uh, this is really inspired by a theme that started out with our founder, the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund, um, to really say how can we as a society follow in the footsteps of the former president. Um, and in terms of the programs that the fund implements, particularly the, the hospital project, um, we thought to add to that tagline by asking um, society, the public and corporates to give like they're yours. In other words, to really put themselves in the shoes of the family and patients at the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital, to imagine that kind of experience that is probably one of the worst that a parent can go through. Um, and to say how much would you give, really, um, if you were going through the similar situation and to really keep them in mind during this time. 25 years since the establishment of the fund, 10 years since the hospital itself has been the largest pediatric dialysis unit in the country. Let's talk about something which for me certainly is close to my heart about why specifically Madiba would have targeted children and how the pediatric unit itself is coping given the stresses and the scarcity particularly of these very critical organs being kidneys for children. Um, can I just make a correction there, Sangezo? Sure. So, so the hospital itself is actually just over three years old. Um, so we only started operating on the 21st um, of June in 2017. Um, but yes, you're correct in that the fund itself has been in existence for just over 25 years. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, um, and just to to touch on that point. So really, the, the genesis of the fund starts with Nelson Mandela and his interaction with the street children who, when he interacted with them in Cape Town, asked him why he cared so much about them. And it was really this question that kept him up that night um, and really made him think, why would a child ask that? And what sort of message were we as a society sending to them that they would internalize that kind of messaging? 
So he then, during his tenure as president, set up the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund to ensure that it would be able to survive as an institution that would then promote the rights of children and youths in the country. And through the fund, it was then that he then gave the board the mandate to further look into pediatric health care, think that there were only five hospitals dedicated to children, if you can believe it, on our continent at that time, um, and only two serving the whole region of Southern Africa. So if you think about North America, for instance, there are over 100 dedicated pediatric hospitals in that region alone, yet on our whole continent, we only have five of these dedicated um, sort of um, institutions, which tells you that our continent is lagging behind. And again, I think that this was the president himself trying to put the rights of children on the national agenda to say that we needed to really do something about this. And he led the way in philanthropy as well by donating a third of his salary to say that he wanted to make sure that this institution would be able to do the work that would do, including establishing the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital itself. So that's really the example that we're following. And in the three years then of the hospital, do you want to share some milestones and some benchmarks that it has either set or bars that it has absolutely eclipsed just to really confirm the very critical social engagement that the establishment of the hospital really is? Mm. Um, I think it's an important question. And again, I think if you just think of the pandemic itself, um, the fact that, you know, we have a dedicated facility for children means that children don't have to now compete with adults, for instance, who are, again, struggling with um, this pandemic at this, um, at this point. So that in itself is already a win. But we know also that over the years we've rolled out various services. These include, again, intensive care unit beds, both for pediatric and neonatals, um, and the largest complex in the country. And again, this is really where the need was, because again, a child cannot have um, a surgery, for instance, without a pediatric um, intensive care bed that's going to be waiting for them after that that treatment. And also, we know that, um, for instance, there were waiting lists for children who are just waiting for MRI scans and who couldn't get that. But because now a facility like ours is available, we're able to get rid of those waiting lists. And now there's a dedicated facility again where they don't have to compete for these services. And these are just a few of the services that I've mentioned that we've rolled out over the years. And I think if you're talking about milestones, it's of course being able to then reach more children. And the only way that we can do that is through fundraising, so through this campaign, um, to make sure again that it's not only just the government that's supporting mm. us, mm. for instance, but that we're also reaching out to corporates or reaching out to individuals to say that even if you give us 20 rand, you know, that goes somewhere. Every bit goes somewhere towards supporting a patient or a family at the hospital, so no amount is small enough. Mm. Um, and, and, and just to inspire people, really, to give 
to the hospital in any other way that, that they can. Of course, and I've got a minute and a half before I take an ad break, and probably I just want to squeeze this in. There yeah. are those who would love to offer, but not necessarily money, because it is a very scarce commodity in many South African households. Would mm. these persons who want to give be in a position to give of their time just to literally go and babysit children, to play with children, to donate mm. toys to the children or clothes to the children, just so that whatever the gift is, give like they're yours, is the hashtag, the recipient, the child. They might not be in a position to expressly appreciate their gratitude, but certainly in what it would do for them and how it would make them feel and go to bed that just one night would equally be an important intervention from society. Um, thank you for that. And again, this uh, this is why we love this theme so much, because it is broad enough to say that it's not only monetary contributions that people can make, but also that because we are a children's facility, it does mean that we do have unique needs. So things like toys uh, um, and like books are very important for a hospital like ours, because it means that those are things that a patient can use mm. um, whilst they're in hospital and during their time of admission. So we welcome those. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, we can't take second-hand items just because of uh, infection prevention and control, um, and especially during this time as well. So to your other question as well of volunteering, unfortunately, we've had to put our volunteer program um, on stop for the moment because we can't allow in much traffic into the Fair hospital, enough. again, just to control um, infection and, and control pre prevent, sorry, infection at the, at the hospital. Sure, Mr. Boroso, I'm going to just ask that we end it there because I've got seven seconds and counting sure. before we are cut off. But certainly, thank you so much for your thoughts. Hashtag, you. give like they're yours. Enough said.